everyone. Welcome to the House of Abraham. I'm your host, Andrew Nelly. This is episode 16. Hope all of you are doing out, doing well out there in podcast land, out there in all land. I know there's a lot of wild stuff going on, a lot of civil unrest, a lot of anger, a lot of angst, a lot of division. It's just kind of a mess. But we have a show. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the show. We're going to talk about kind of some thoughts that I've been having lately about the show and some various other insights. So without further ado, on this Friday late evening, we're going to jump right in to the first topic. So what I want to talk about this evening is I've kind of lightly touched on various episodes about how I left Facebook recently. So, how leaving social media has put the power of staying informed back into my hands, where it belongs. Whereas before, when I was on Facebook, the algorithm would watch me and feed me news and information based on what it thought I did and did not like. Now that I've officially unplugged from the Matrix, I decide what I want to watch or subject myself to. Now, you can still make the argument that the news, Google searches, and a majority of information is tainted. Thus, there is no real escape, quote-unquote, from the Matrix. I certainly have, however, at the very least, improved my situation. So I feel pretty good about that, if I've accomplished anything else. So Facebook, I felt like, would always seek to antagonize me, upset me. Now, if I want to get upset, I just all but need to go to one of my least favorite, least uh, trustworthy (laughs) known news sources and read some of the headlines and there it is. I'll be upset. No robotic AI algorithms are needed for that. I can do it myself. (laughs) So... As things continue to spiral out of control here in our United States, I find myself asking, why am I continuing to do this show? For what reason? Folks whom reside on the far radical left would never listen to me or this show, I predict. Far left libs certainly are not likely to experience an epiphany listening to my content and then suddenly jump ship for the shore. So who is this show for exactly? Friends in the sympathetic Republican right most likely agree with at least some of my conclusions that I draw and are more apt to hear me out. So then I have to ask the following question then to myself, self, (laughs) am I creating an echo chamber? And if that's the case, I do not wish to do so. If I'm only speaking to my own side, my own troop, so to speak, then truly, what's the point in all this? My friends on the right don't need me to muse on what a garbage piece of awful 
this administration is and has been. They know that already. They don't need me to drag on about how woke culture is destroying us from the inside out and paving a way for nihilism and communism. They know that and would mostly agree, I think. So then why? Who? For what? One of my favorite Bible passages is, Do not cast your pearls before swine. Thus meaning, do not waste good wisdom or information on those who can't or won't or refuse to heed the good advice or use it accordingly. I definitely feel like the left is impervious to good advice or abstract thought. So then the conclusion I must draw is, if the left can't or will not allow themselves to hear my content, then I must be speaking to my own side. Thus, we are, unfortunately, in an unintentional echo chamber. Only one thing that could save that proposition is if there are those on the moderate right or just right of center who have not heard my perspective on things. However, then I open the door to my own arrogance by assuming that I can lead them to quote-unquote proper opinions. Like, who the hell do I think I am? (laughs) So, what is it then? Perhaps I need this show to vent, regardless of its efficacy. Regardless of who listens or agrees, perhaps the point of it should be selfish ranting with the always lingering possibility Someone catches my vibe and hooks on. No. No. I must go on. I must continue. As long as there's leftist commentators blabbering on incoherently, pretending that the sky isn't actually following around us, and everything is better than good when clearly it is not, so too must I. With roughly three years left on this administration's ticket, I feel like I'm beating my head against the wall daily, not accomplishing anything except a sore forehead. However, perhaps that's the point. When you feel like the enemy is inevitable, when you feel like, oh, what the hell is the point of this show anyway, perhaps that's when you must continue. That's the everlasting moment of the reconciliation. That's where Batman sees the Joker burning down Gotham and it feels so hopeless. That's when Superman has been kryptonited and is weak as Lex Luthor makes off with Lois Lane. I'm certainly not a superhero geek, so I have reached the limit of my hero examples. The point is, this is a very important moment. This is where we're expected to quit, toss in the towel, give up. We mustn't. We must stand up, stand tall, double down, take your vitamins, do some push-ups, get hype, scale a mountain. I sound like Ron Burgundy in Anchorman. I don't have a mountain. (laughs) When you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. For all my conservative commentators, fellow podcasters out there, stay strong. Stay in the fight. Don't give up. Some of you may be listening to this show, and by some of you I mean probably one or two of you. And that's okay. I have the most amazing wife on planet Earth. She 
gives me so much levity and, and room and listens, at least does a really great job of pretending to listen to me. <laughs> God bless you, Jillian Nelly. And all that to say, she can't listen to everything I have to say. There are only so many hours in a day. We must have jobs. We must feed ourselves. We must clean our houses and carry on with various other tasks and responsibilities. Her job certainly cannot be just listening to my, me and my blab that goes on seemingly forever. <laughs> Clearly, I have a lot to say. I have three podcasts going at the same time. So... I don't want to create an echo chamber. That's the last thing I want. If I have, in fact, created an echo chamber, then I will shut this show down. And that will be the end of it. I don't want a bunch of people in the room with me all saying and thinking the exact same thing. That's always kind of a good thing if you're trying to do something like build a house. Which even then, in that situation, you want some diversity of thought because somebody may have a better idea than you. It's far more likely that somebody may have a new perspective or new idea. So you certainly don't want to be in a room where everybody is literally thinking and, and saying the exact same thing. That is, in fact, what an echo chamber is. It is impossible for nuance to enter into an echo chamber simply because... It's just people saying and thinking the exact same thing. I don't want that. I don't want my show to be that. I hear and experience and research current events that are going on in our world. And I take those and I run them through my brain filter. And then what comes out of my mouth is what I I think and believe is happening. So all that to say, I expect people to disagree with me. In fact, I hope people disagree with me. Moreover than that, I hope if you are listening, all one or two of you out there in podcast land, I hope you hear my show and go, nope, nope. I don't agree with anything you just said. Fantastic. That's great. That's what I want. I want to promote free thought and free speech. I'm not doing this show so that you can or should agree with me. Quite the opposite. Think for yourselves. And by that, I mean go and do your own research. Don't let Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and its algorithm tell you what you should and should not be believing. Believe and think for yourself. And the only way to get out of the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook algorithm cycle, unfortunately, is to close the accounts. And I know some of you out there are probably like, well, I don't, I'm never on Facebook or any Twitter. I use it once a month. Well, great. Fantastic. Then you're not who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the people who have had the issues that I have had with just being on it way too much. To the point where the algorithm almost knows more about you than you know about yourself. That's some scary stuff, my brother. So I'm ranting a little bit and I do apologize. But we are only at 11 minutes and 18 seconds. So what's the point of this episode? Reflection. Self-reflection. It's an important thing that we all must do. And again, I'm sorry to beat the dead horse of getting off Facebook, but... 
ever since I left Facebook roughly two to three weeks ago, I think three weeks now is what we're coming up on, I have had nothing but time, hours, days, weeks, and minutes to self-reflect, to think about who I am, what I am in this universe, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, is it relevant, is it necessary? And so if anything else, for those of you out there who do not have a social media problem or you don't think you do, okay, fine. Don't close out all your accounts. But I challenge you maybe once every two or three days. You're home from work. You've already had dinner. You're sitting there with your significant other. Take your phone. Go put it in a room far off away from you on a charger. And just be in the moment with your wife, your spouse, your husband, whatever. Your dog, your cat. Pet chicken, whatever you have. (laughs) And just be in the moment and do some self-reflection time because that's how I came up with this episode I was sitting here trying to think of there's so many stories Kyle Rittenhouse and how the left is trying to basically destroy his life post-acquittal Arizona State I believe is the college that either he was attending or he wanted to attend told him to get out get out you're no longer a part of our university we don't allow murderers on our campus I could talk about that I could talk about that for days, hours. I have plenty to say on that topic, believe me. Or I could talk to you about how the Daryl Brooks, the awful, awful piece of human garbage that murdered six people with his vehicle, how the left is painting it like, well, I mean, is it really that awful? Sometimes people just, you know, have a bad day. (laughs) So if you're a white person and you commit a crime, You are literally the worst creature and the worst person that has ever crawled about the earth. Doesn't matter who you killed. If you're white and you commit a crime, you are the devil, Satan incarnate. But if you're black or any other, if you're a person of color and you commit a crime, well, life's just kind of thrown you a bad hand. And that's probably why you did it. I could talk about that for days. How the racial inequality in our country is absolutely reached levels of absurdity that I didn't even think were possible. People are actually more racist (laughs) now in today's society than they were in 1950 when we were literally segregating ourselves from each other. We are worse now than we were then. And it's going different directions in opposite ways. It's crazy. I could talk about that for days. I have plenty to say about that. Clearly, I just did. But that's not what I popped in my head with self-reflection. With self-reflection, I started thinking, things are just so chaotic and crazy and bananas. Truly, truly, we are in absolutely unhinged chaotic times. Scary. Very scary times. But then I started thinking, why am I doing this show? Because I know plenty of people on the left. I have lots of left friends. And when I talk to them about things that I'm feeling or I'm seeing or I'm observing, I might as well be speaking Swahili. They're not going to hear me. They're not going to listen to me. They don't care what I have to say. They think I'm just some rebel rouser. uh, Trumpite. Trumpet. Trumpet. (laughs) Trumpet. Uh, What are they calling us now? Trumpers, yes. 
They think I'm just some right-wing lunatic trumper. And they write me off almost immediately. So then I start thinking, why am I doing this show? Who am I doing this show for? Who am I talking to exactly? If the left is impervious to good advice or other advice that doesn't match their criteria, then who am I talking to? And perhaps nobody. And again, as I stated earlier in this episode, maybe this is just a great thing for me to vent so my wife can come home from work and we can just talk about other things because I already got all this off my chest. (laughs) So many questions, right? Thank you again, y'all, for joining me on this much shorter episode of the House of Abraham. We're going to come in under just under 17 minutes, I believe. That's a new record for this show. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I appreciate your all's patronage and your time and your patience. And for however many people are out there that are listening to this show, thank you again. I truly appreciate that as well. And I want all of you again, as I always leave you at the end of the show, to pray for one another, love one another, show each other love and respect, respect your neighbors, respect your friends and family, even if they hold different political values than you do. We must love and treat all fellow human beings with the respect and love that we all deserve. So go in peace, go in love, go in respect. Have a good night. Thank you.